Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today we're going to talk about what's the difference between speed and velocity. A while back, Grammar Girl and I discussed a few words that tend to mean something different to scientists than they do to most people. Today I want to discuss another group of terms that most people use in a way that's different from their scientific meanings, speed and velocity. But first, I want to thank Netflix Instant Streaming for sponsoring this week's podcast. You can watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly, all streamed to you by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. For your free 30-day trial, go to netflix.com QDT. Speed is a measurement of how far you go in a given length of time. Miles per hour or meters per second are both measurements of speed. Notice how both of those measurements are in the form distance per time. Anytime you see that form, you're probably talking about speed. There are two ways to think about speed, average speed and instantaneous speed. To figure out your average speed, you take how far you've traveled and divide it by how long it took you to do it. So if you walked 50 miles today and it took you just 5 hours to do so, you could say that your average speed was 50 miles per 5 hours. Of course, that's a bit weird to say, so most people would simplify things by dividing both parts by 5 so that they could see the average distance traveled each hour. In this case, you'd get a speed of 10 miles per hour. Instantaneous speed tells you your speed at a particular moment of time. If you're in a car, you can figure out your instantaneous speed pretty easily by just looking at the speedometer. Speedometer literally means speed measurer. If the speedometer says 50 miles per hour, then your instantaneous speed at the exact moment you looked at it was, not surprisingly, 50 miles per hour. If you don't have a speedometer handy, then you can technically still figure out your instantaneous speed using calculus, but it becomes a bit trickier. As you might imagine, lots of things can impact your average speed. Let's say, for example, that during that rather impressive 50-mile walk you went on earlier, you decided to stop after the second hour to take a little breather. As a result, during that second hour, you only made it about 8 miles. Well, just like one bad test score can pull down your average grade, Covering less distance during part of your travels will lower your average speed. One thing you can do to visualize these changes in speed is to use a distance time graph. This is a graph where the distance traveled is plotted along the vertical axis, while the time passed since starting your journey is plotted along the horizontal axis. If you plot your distance every hour using this graph, you can draw a line between the points to see a visual record of how your speed changed over time. If you look at how steep the line on your distance time graph is, technically called the slope, you can figure out your velocity. In science, velocity is the rate at which something's position changes. In our walking example, the fact that you had a speed of 50 miles per hour tells us how fast you were going, but it still doesn't tell us anything about your position. Were you walking in a straight line, zigzagging down the street, or going in circles? All of those scenarios have the same speed, but different velocities. While speed is measured by distance traveled in a given amount of time, velocity is the displacement of something in a given amount of time. 
Velocity is what scientists call a vector quantity, which is just a fancy name for a measurement that includes both a number, or magnitude, and a direction. So if you walk 10 miles north, and it took you an hour to do so, your average speed would be 10 miles per hour, while your average velocity would be 10 miles north per hour. Keep in mind that while speed measures how far you've traveled, your distance, in a given amount of time, velocity measures how far you've traveled from where you started, your displacement, in a given amount of time. This seems like a subtle distinction, but it's an important one. If on your walk you went north for half the time, then turned around and walked south the other half the time, your average speed wouldn't change, assuming you walked the same speed both ways. However, your average velocity for the trip would be zero. That's because since your final position was the same as your starting position, your displacement was zero. Once again, I want to thank Netflix Instant Streaming for sponsoring this week's podcast. With Netflix, you can watch thousands of TV episodes on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly, all streamed to you by Netflix. You can catch past seasons of Lost, X-Files, Star Trek, and Battlestar Galactica, or one of my personal favorites, Once Upon a Time. You can watch these on Netflix Instant Streaming and check out thousands of other TV series or movies while you're watching during a free 30-day trial. To start your trial today, go to quickanddirtytips.com offers and sign up. Well, that's it for this week. If you have a question you'd like to see on a future episode, send me a message at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com or through Twitter at twitter.com slash qdteinstein. Till next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.